This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Hello, I'm Executive Editor Eric Chabro, and here are some of the more compelling news and views posted on GovInfoSecurity.com this past week. The Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency made a big splash when it released its report to the new chief executive in December 2008 with its recommendations to improve the federal government's approach to information security. The Commission never disbanded, but the success of its initial report may prove to be a hard act to follow. Here's Commission co-chair, retired Air Force General Harry Radege. If you're going to have some sort of a bold movement forward, that gets out of some individual's comfort zone. We could just make some recommendations that have either been stated in the past or or are not very bold in nature, and I don't think that would serve what we're trying to do with our commission at all. What we're trying to do is come up with bold new ideas that the administration and others can take on board and consider for moving ahead, organizational alignment. The commission is looking to three major areas the federal cybersecurity workforce, international engagement, and dynamic defense, or how to identify who's attacking IT systems. We've had a very lively dialogue ongoing with these subjects, and not all of our members have completely agreed on the next steps forward, but we are certainly making progress on our discussions and perhaps what might be uh, recommendations that will come out in the future. The federal government indeed faces big challenges in securing cyberspace. Last week, the Government Accountability Office issued a letter to Congress saying the United States will be at a disadvantage in promoting its national interest in cyberspace until the federal government addresses key global challenges. In the letter, GAO's IT Management Issues Director David Pounder wrote that the rapid integration of information and communication technologies into virtually every aspect of modern life and the increase in associated threats have outpaced efforts by the United States and the international community. GAO recommended that White House Cybersecurity Coordinator Howard Schmidt address these challenges, including developing a comprehensive national global cyberspace strategy. Pounder said Schmidt and his staff generally concurred with the recommendations and told the GAO that actions are already being taken. I'll be back after this. Are you responsible for your agency's regulatory compliance program? Do cybercrime, data breaches, or endpoint security keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the GovInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit GovInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. The Pentagon doesn't know if or when it will go forward with the nomination of Terry Takai to be the Defense Department's Chief Information Officer. A task force asked to recommend major cuts in Pentagon spending proposes the elimination of the Office of Assistant Secretary for Networks and Information Integration. That assistant secretary serves as DOD's CIO. Defense Secretary Robert Gates asked the Senate Armed Services Committee to postpone indefinitely the confirmation hearing on Takai, now California's CIO, until a decision is made whether to keep the networks and information integration operation, even though no official recommendation has yet to be made. Gates has not withdrawn Takai's nomination. A Pentagon spokeswoman says Gates is exploring a number of options to reduce overhead and is determined not to go forward with the confirmation until an internal review is completed. She gave no timetable for the review. 
Finally, in our featured interview, I chatted with Bruce McConnell. He's the counselor to the Department of Homeland Security's top IT security executive. We discussed Obama's National Strategy for Trusted Initiative in Cyberspace, a program unveiled earlier this summer. McConnell says the initiative will not only help secure access to critical IT systems, but assure the privacy of Internet users. Stronger authentication can actually increase privacy. The idea is that in many transactions today, one has to provide a bunch of information about oneself that's not strictly necessary for the transaction in order to be authenticated by the service provider that you're doing business with. In the vision that we have put out in the strategy, that's no longer necessary. In that vision, you only need to provide the attributes that are specifically necessary for the specific transaction. So if you're going someplace and the only thing that is needed to know is that you're over 21 years of age, then that information can be provided and without providing all the other information about you and that you can then be authenticated and pseudonymous, not completely anonymous, in that transaction. To hear more interviews with leading government IT security practitioners and thought leaders, and to read the latest news and views on government cybersecurity, please check out GovInfoSecurity.com. That's it for this week. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.govinfosecurity.com.